Welcome to the Littles Love Learning Podcast, the place to be if you want to teach your child to read and write correctly and effectively based on the science of reading. My name's Erin, and I'm a former classroom teacher with my master's degree in early childhood education and over 15 years experience. And although I'm no longer in the classroom full-time, I spend my days subbing, tutoring, volunteering, and working with students on their literacy skills. I am passionate about helping parents like you understand how kids learn to read and write in the right way. Because yes, there is a right way. Each week we'll tackle the most important topics in early literacy, including the best way to teach letters and sounds, the difference between sight words and high frequency words, and why spelling and handwriting should not be skipped. Are you ready to help your child become a strong reader? Then let's dive into today's episode. When you're teaching your child how to read at home, it's really easy to focus on the reading part and sometimes forget about the writing part. But what I want you to know is that reading and writing go hand in hand. They are two sides of the same coin. We want to make sure that when you are teaching your child how to read, you're also focusing on writing, which includes, of course, their penmanship, their pencil grasp on that pencil, but specifically their spelling. We also want to work on their spelling. Now, if your child is in kindergarten this year, you need to know what the expectations are for both their reading and their spelling by the end of the year. I have a free download that includes all of the kindergarten phonics skills that your child needs to know if they are in kindergarten. If they are leaving kindergarten and heading to first grade, these are all of the skills that we want them to master so that when they get to first grade, which has a lot of skills they need to master in that grade, they're going to be ready and set up for success. They're going to have that foundation of learning. So first, you need to go and download this so you know what your child is learning in kindergarten. I will leave the link down below. Super easy. You just enter your name and email and it will be emailed right to you. Now, the next thing I want you to know about this, it includes the phonics skills, and it also includes that your child should be able to read and write simple sentences. Now, when your child's in kindergarten, they're going to learn their phonics skills based on a scope and sequence. So it's going to follow a very specific order. Usually that is going to start with the consonant sounds, the most common consonant sound for each letter, and the short vowels, and include digraphs, and consonant blends, which is when two or more consonants are together, but they're each retaining their own sound. I have videos about all of this on my channel, so please feel free to explore, and I will leave some links down below if this is new to you. So if your child has mastered all of those skills, they are going to be able to read and write so many words. You're going to be blown away by their progress, but there are going to be words that they want to spell and they want to write but they're not going to be able to quite yet. Maybe they haven't learned all of the phonics skills that they need for that word. And that is okay, that is totally normal. So I'm gonna talk to you today about what we call phonetic writing or kindergarten writing as it's also known and why it's an important step for your child and also the importance of your child being able to read their own phonetic writing. So let's start with some examples of words your child should be spelling correctly. So this is at the end of kindergarten when they have learned all of their kindergarten phonics skills. If you've taught them to be able to read words with these phonics skills, they should be able to write words with these phonics skills. So for example, a word like cat, this is what we call a CBC word. It is a consonant, vowel, consonant word. The consonants are 
representing their most common sound and the vowel is short. Anything that is a consonant vowel consonant word, your child should be able to write independently on their own. And then we have words that have short vowels, but they also are including blends. So that means more than one consonant, but each consonant is retaining its own sound. So for example, the word stop. Your child by the end of kindergarten should be able to write the word stop without misspelling it because they know all of these sounds and st-a-p is a totally phonetically regular word. So that is an example of a word with a blend. Now they should also be able to write words that have the consonant digraphs. Digraphs are two letters, but they are representing one sound. So they should be able to write, for example, the word ship, sh-ip. The sh, this is the digraph, two letters representing one sound, but the i is a short vowel i and the p is representing its regular sound. So all of that is phonetically regular, ship. So we have CVC, we have words with consonant blends, or they're also called consonant clusters. Each consonant is retaining its own sound. And then we have words with consonant digraphs where two letters are representing one sound. So any word like that, your child should be able to write by the end of kindergarten correctly. Now there are some other words that are irregular that we would expect them to be able to write correctly by the end of kindergarten. The first group are called open syllable words. Now, these are not technically irregular words once your child knows this phonics scale, but not all children learn this in kindergarten, but it would be great if you could teach them about it. I do have a video all about open and closed syllables on my channel, so please check that out. But words such as he or she, or high are what we call open syllables. Your child should be able to spell these words correctly because they know the open and closed syllable rule. When a one syllable word right here is ending with that one vowel, the vowel is representing the long sound. He, she, high. They're going to know how to spell that on their paper because they know about open and closed syllables. So that's another example of words that we would expect them to spell correctly. And then of course, there are what most people call sight words, but we know they're not sight words. We know they're high frequency words. And there's a list of high frequency words that many kindergartners are expected to learn to read. At our school, in our district, there are 50 high frequency words that they're expected to read by the end of kindergarten. You will need to check with your school to see the expectations. These words are a mix of phonetically regular and phonetically irregular words. If they're phonetically regular, great, your child should be able to spell them, no problem. If they are phonetically irregular, then you're going to have to teach your child how to read and spell that word using what we call the heart word method. Again, I have a video all about the heart word method on my channel, I will leave the link down below. But you are going to teach your child how to read and spell this word because it has a tricky sound. Something is a little bit unexpected. So words that we would expect them to be able to spell from that list, for example, the word the, the E representing a is a tricky sound. It's one we need to memorize by heart. And then a word like of actually has two tricky sounds. Both of these are representing different sounds. We need to remember those by heart. So there's a whole list of high frequency words that your child is expected to read. And we also want them to be able to spell those words. Okay, so now we have a ton of words that your child should be able to spell correctly by the time they are at the end of kindergarten. 
Just a quick review, CBC words, words with consonant clusters or also called consonant blends, words with consonant digraphs, our open syllable words, and then our irregular high frequency words. They can put together so many sentences and stories with just that phonics knowledge. And once they can read those words, you have to have a high expectation that they spell those words correctly in their writing. We want reading and spelling to go hand in hand. Now, what happens when your child wants to spell a word, but they haven't learned the phonics skill that goes along with that word yet? That's gonna happen because not all of the words that they want to use are going to be words where they've learned the phonics skills. Well, let me show you an example of what I mean and what we expect using something called phonetic spelling. So as of this recording, my son is currently in kindergarten and he came home toward the beginning of the year with a picture and a sentence that he wrote. And it was awesome to see his writing. Not all of the words in his sentence are spelled correctly and that's totally fine. What I'm looking for is to make sure that when he has learned the phonics skills for those words, that those are the words that he has spelled correctly. They're not all going to be correct because he hasn't learned all the phonics skills, but the ones that he has, I expect those to be written correctly. So let me show you his picture and his sentence. <laughs> if you can't read five-year-old phonetic writing, this says, if I couldn't see the ball, I couldn't play soccer. This went along with their unit on the five senses. They were talking about sight. So he was writing about if he couldn't see the ball, he couldn't play soccer. So let's look at some of this spelling and see what we see. He has the word if correct, although he does not have a capital letter at the beginning of a sentence. And he has the word I correct, although it is not capitalized as well. So that shows me that he needs to work on those conventions of writing. Now his word couldn't. Let's listen to the sounds in that word. K, ud, i, nt. That's a lot of sounds. And couldn't is actually one of those irregular high frequency words that we have to teach kids to remember apart by heart because it's tricky. That word is usually not taught until first grade. So him being in kindergarten, there's no expectation that he knows that word. But let's see how he wrote his sounds. He has a k and he has an o in here and he heard the N sound, N, and he ends with it because he heard couldn't. He heard the it sound at the end. So he was trying to pull apart the sounds and match them to letters, which is exactly what we want. He knows the high frequency word C. He knows how to read it and he knows how to spell it. Same with the, even though it is an irregular word, he knows this one. Now let's go over to ball. What are the sounds in ball? B. Ah, ul. What did he write? B, ah, ul. He spelled it the way he heard it, B-O-L. Now we know as English speakers that it is spelled B-A-L-L, -L, but he doesn't know that yet. He hasn't learned about A-L-L -L representing that all sound like in ball and fall and mall. That's something that he will learn toward the end of kindergarten. So for him to have spelled ball this way, is perfect. That's exactly what we want because he's listening for the sounds he hears and matching them to letters. Now he continued, I again, no capital letters, so we've got to work on that. Couldn't again, he still has the same spelling for couldn't because he heard those sounds. Play is one that he knows how to read and apparently knows how to spell even though it has that tricky AY vowel team. 
which is great. He's already orthographically mapped that word in his brain so he can read it and spell it. Now, his last word is soccer. What did he hear? S-A-K-E-R. So he has the S-O-C. He doesn't know it's a double C in the middle of this word. And he already knows that E-R represents er. One of the ways we can spell er is with E-R. So he almost got that one correct, but he didn't get it perfectly correct and that's okay. What I am so proud of is that I can see all of the sounds that he heard. When I look at his spelling, it gives me a glimpse into his brain. <laughs> I can't open up his brain and see what he is thinking, but when I look at his spelling, it is like a glimpse into his brain. I can see what he was hearing. What sounds was he hearing in the word couldn't? What sounds is he missing? I can go back and help him hear the sounds that he was missing. He never heard, let's see, k, uh, d. He never heard the d sound in there. And he also thought maybe the O was representing uh, but that's not correct either. But that's okay, because now I can go back and work specifically on that word with him, knowing that he is able to read that word. I know he can read that word. So now we need to work on spelling that word to make sure he has both ways. But I wanted to show you an example, a real live five-year-old who wrote this, which is so impressive because he's doing exactly what we want. He's pulling apart the sounds in the word and he's matching them to the letters that he knows. He does not know all the phonics rules. So of course his handwriting and his spelling is not going to be 100% correct, but it's it's not just pulling letters out of the air. He's not just putting X and Y and Z and, and putting letters down on his paper. He's actually trying to match the sounds to letters and that is what we want. Now there's one more piece that goes along with this that is also so important. When your child is writing, and let's say they're using their phonetic writing or their kindergarten writing where they're matching the sounds to the letters, but it's not 100% correct, they should be able to read it back to you. They should be able to read their own writing even though it is not spelled 100% correctly. They should be able to look at it and know what that word is. If I show this to him and he doesn't know what this word is, then I would know that he was just writing letters down on his paper, that he wasn't actually matching the sounds to the letters. He should be able to read this to me knowing the sounds that he knows. So when your child is writing, don't forget to have them read it back to you. Have them point to each word and read it back to you. When I was a full-time teacher, I taught first and second grade, and I can't tell you how many times we would have our students write a story and they would bring me up their paper so proud to show me their story. And I'd look at it. I'd say, okay, read me what you wrote. And they would look at it and they were like, I don't know what I wrote. <laughs> I was like, well, if you don't know what you wrote, who knows what you wrote? If you're writing it, you have to be able to read it back because that shows that you have that sound spelling going on, that you are practicing the sounds and matching them to letters. So don't let your child off the hook. If they are writing, ask them to read it back to you and point to each of those words so that you can see what they're thinking. If they can't do that and they're not ready for that, that's okay. You can help support them to get them there because we want them to be able to read their own writing. Now, let me show you a couple of examples of phonetic writing that we would totally be proud to see in kindergarten and examples of writing that we would ask students to go back and try again because it is not actually working on that phonetic writing. So let's say, for example, I wanted my students to write the word rocket. First, I would have them pull apart the sounds in that word, r, a, 
it and match those sounds to the letters that they know. So if they wrote this, it for rocket, I would actually be super happy because I can see all of the sounds that they heard. Now they might not know about CK coming after a short vowel and they don't know that rocket actually ends with ET even though it sounds like IT. So if they wrote this, I would be thrilled because that's very, very close to the phonetics, that is the phonetic spelling and it's very, very close to the conventional spelling. Now, let's say I asked my students to write rocket and they wrote this, X, Y, Z, T, R. This is not phonetic spelling. They're not doing their phonetic spelling quite yet. Maybe they're not ready because they don't know all of their letter sound correspondences. And so I would need to go back and see which letter sounds they don't have mastered yet so we can work on those because this is nowhere close to being the word rocket. So that's the difference. When we are asking kids to write and to spell, we want to be very clear with them. If they have learned those letter sounds and those phonic skills, those words need to be spelled correctly. If they haven't learned them yet, then the expectation is that they do their kinder best. That's what we always call it. They do their best kinder spelling, their phonetic spelling, but only for the words that they haven't learned the phonics skills for. Don't let them off the hook. If they know those phonics skills, if they know their letter sound correspondences, make sure that you hold that high expectation for them that they're spelling those words correctly. I hope this information was helpful for you today. Again, if you would like to know the phonics skills that your child is learning in kindergarten that they're expected to know by the end of the year, please make sure you grab this freebie of all of the kindergarten literacy goals so that you can make sure your child has mastered these before they head to first grade. I will leave the link down below. It's super easy to download. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. For more information on helping your child learn to read, head over to my website, littleslovelearning.com. While you're there, don't forget to join my email list so you stay up to date with all things early literacy. You can also find me over on Instagram at littleslovelearningblog. Happy learning!